as we continue our series, Crazy Love, because what we have to understand is that we are deeply loved by a powerful, all-knowing, all-loving, giving God. And based on who we are, that love is a little irrational. But if we do not fully comprehend all that God has for us and who God is, we'll find ourselves living under achieving all God has for us. See, one of the scriptures, it says it this way in Ephesians, it says, and may you have the power to understand as all God's people should. How wide, how long, how high and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Do you notice that part? It says, as all God's people should. And it says, may you experience. The fact that there is a you should and a may makes it totally possible to not experience all he has for you. To have you live and exist without the full and complete knowledge of how deep his love is for you. And if we get stuck there, we'll find our lives unfulfilled. We'll find our calling lacking. And we'll find our purpose missing. We'll go ahead and read a scripture found in Exodus verse 32, starting verse 1. And it reads this way. When the people saw how long it was taking Moses to come back down the mountain, they gathered around Aaron. Come on, they said, make us some gods who can lead us. We don't know what happened to this fellow Moses who brought us here out of the land of Egypt. So Aaron said, take the gold rings from the ears of your wives and sons and daughters and bring them to me. All the people took the gold rings from their ears and brought them to Aaron. Then Aaron took the gold, melted it down and molded it in the shape of a calf. When the people saw it, they exclaimed, oh, Israel, these are the gods who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Aaron saw how excited the people were, so he built an altar in front of the calf. Then he announced, tomorrow will be a festival to the Lord. The people got up early the next morning to sacrifice burnt offerings and peace offerings. After this, they celebrated with feasting and drinking, and they indulged in pagan revelry. The Lord told Moses, quick, go down the mountain. Your people whom you brought from the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. How quickly they have turned away from the way I commanded them to live. They have melted down gold and made a calf and they have bowed down and sacrificed to it. They are saying, these are your gods, O Israel, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Then the Lord said, I have seen how stubborn and rebellious these people are. God, I ask that you would guard my heart, guard my tongue. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would have your way. We bind up all distractions, mishaps. God, you lead, I'll follow. You say what needs to be said, you do what needs to be done. God, I am relying totally on you. Keep my head clear, my ear sensitive, and my heart aligned. It's in Christ's name I prayed. Everyone agrees, said, amen. Um, so, um, many of you know that for a while I did music. Um, I lived in Los Angeles. I did Christian rap, signed to a recording contract, 
Um, I was kind of a big deal in my mind. Um, listen, anybody can get signed, but it's a whole different ball game once you get signed. But, but one of the things about that whole experience was I found myself connected to some very unique people. And here's the thing. When you get connected to unique people, you get to have unique experiences. One of those experiences I had was around breakfast. You like breakfast? Yes, look at me. You know I eat breakfast sometimes. I enjoy breakfast. No eggs, but anything else, I'm down. And what would happen is the owner of the label that I was signed to would go to the same place for breakfast every day. Now, here's the thing. Where it was located, though, was right near where a lot of celebrities hung out. So there would be long waits and long lines to get in because the who's who would be there. So consequently, though, you have to have um, made plans. So they don't even take reservations, but they got to know you coming. If they know you coming, they treat you good. So morning after morning, I would go to breakfast with him. I got kind of used to that. I literally walk in and they're like, come on, Mr. Pole. That was his name. So they got run a space that was all VIP. You look over like, oh, my goodness, Jamie Foxx eats breakfast. That is cool. And morning after morning, we would go here for breakfast. I would even tell people like, yo, I'm going here for breakfast. You want to come? I can get you in. And we would show up. I even got to the point that they began to know my name. They would come, hey, Trey, how you doing? Go on to the back. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, cool. Hey, you, good to see you. I'm just pointing on nobody's name. But Ron would go every morning. Well, one weekend, Ron's leaving the country. He's like, hey, I'll be gone for a week. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, you know, see you. Whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, you know, I got my recording schedule. I'm good. That was on Friday. Saturday morning, I slept in. Sunday morning, I had some friends come into town. And I was like, yo, y'all want to go eat breakfast? I got you. I get up. I dressed because paparazzi's out there sometime. And just in case I get seen, nobody know me, but okay, why not play the game? And I show up and I walk right up to the door and they look at me and said, do you have a reservation? No, no, it's me. It's me, Trey. You know what I'm saying? I was here. Do you have a reservation? We are not taking anyone else today. I'm like, I've been sitting over there. It's wide open. We cannot seat you today. And I got to turn around. Everybody's like, y'all like McDonald's? Um, <laughs> because I had gotten so used to going and I had got so tired to the experience that I felt like, yo, this is my experience. But do you know what I forgot? The only reason I could have that experience was because I was with Ron. I had developed this idea that this is my experience because it's happened so much. And I thought that I could still go if he wasn't with me. But uh, uh-uh. I don't get access without him. My experience was tied to my relationship with him. And when I forgot that, I was embarrassed and disappointed. What is my point? Some of us have had the experience that God has brought us. We have been truly blessed. We have seen so much, but we have forgotten how we got where we are and forgotten who is really the reason we're experiencing the life we're experiencing. 
See, it's one thing to pray for God and say, God, I need a new job. And God gives you the job. But now you think that you got there because of your education. God, I'm lonely. God, I need someone. And God puts people in your life. And now those relationships become your God because you forgot who gave you the relationship and you're worshiping the gift that he was given. See, it is so easy to forget what we have and ignore who actually gave it to us. See, our purpose in life is to worship God. In fact, let me show you. Scripture said it this way. Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. And then he says it again. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. But can I show you something? He mentions the good things after let me praise the Lord. The reason that is so key is because sometimes if we're not careful, we will begin to worship what he does for us and not worship him. We will worship the blessing and forget the blesser. See, this is the thing that I, I had to, to, to figure out because what you'll understand is that if you do not comprehend what God's purpose is for you, you will give up your purpose trying to seek an experience and be convinced that it's the blessing of God. Not realizing that that experience that you're seeking is moving you away from who God is or his purpose for your life. See, God says something. He said, they will be my people and I will be their God. Catch this. And I will give them one heart and one purpose to worship me forever for their own good and for the good of all their descendants. One purpose to worship me forever for their own good. This is why I read the text that I read this morning. The story of the children of Israel, and I don't have time to go through the whole story, but they have been enslaved for over 400 years. They get free and they're going to a land that God has promised them. Now, notice this. They are God's chosen people, yet they were enslaved. Let me help you out with this. Just because God has chose you, just because God loves you, just because God values you, don't mean you ain't going to go through some stuff. And as they were going through this for 400 years. God sets them free. He shows his power. They see his strength. And everybody that moves like, oh, we love God. But now they find themselves at a mountain right before they're going into the promised land. And God has given them some instructions. He started with Ten Commandments. Moses comes, gives them the Ten Commandments, and they say, okay, we'll do that. In fact, three times this group of people said, we'll do what you said. Then Moses goes back up on the mountain. And he's gone for 40 days. And while he was gone, they got off point. Let me show you something. You would think that if they saw all of those miracles, that they would believe. Many of us tell ourselves that lie, too. We say, if I can see the miracles of God, then I'll believe. Can I help you out? If a miracle happens, but it doesn't impact your heart, all you had was a magic trick. Even Jesus himself, raising people from the dead was not enough for people to follow him. Laying hands on the sick was not enough for him to follow him. Can I help you out? Many of us have experienced a lot of miracles and sometimes we still choose not to follow him. 
Even Jesus says, even after Jesus had performed so many signs in their presence, they still would not believe in him. Many of us have been brought so far and we can tell stories. We can even recite what God has done, but yet we find easier to doubt him tomorrow as we talk about how good he was yesterday. But let me show you something real quick, and this is why we have to be careful. I'm going to go a little bit quick. There's notes on your notes page. There's scriptures there. Go there and read it. But as I move through this, I need to point some things out. They started off believing in God, but over time, their behavior and their attitude toward God changed. At the beginning, it says something. It says, when the people saw how long it was taking Moses to come back down. They had been there. They have not seen Moses for 40 days. And it says because of how long it was taking them, that's when they started to ask questions. Can I help you guys out? I don't know if any of you have found yourself having to ask God questions and you tired of asking. You're saying it is taking too long. God, I prayed about that last year. God, I prayed for this before COVID. I thought when COVID was over or at least kind of gone I would be past it why am I still fighting the same battles in 2023 that I started in 2019 and what begins to happen is as time begins to wear on our faith begins to weaken we become impatient and distracted by what we don't see longing for something that we don't have yet but let me show you what the scripture says don't get mad at me take it up with God they that wait on the Lord. Oh, I hate waiting. Ugh. Shall renew their strength. Do you see this part? That means you may get tired of waiting. You may get tired of praying. But you cannot afford to stop praying until you see it. And what has to happen is God has to strengthen you till you get what you get. And I know you think I'm talking directly to you because I am. It ain't over yet until God says so. And if we have to pray every day, we will. And what God says is, I will give you the strength to wait. Notice he didn't say, I'll give you what you wanted. He says, I'm going to give you the strength to wait. But let me show you something while waiting gets real interesting, because here, we find ourselves distracted. Notice what they said. They didn't know what happened to Moses. Moses? You know, Moses, the one who brought us out of Egypt. Question, did Moses bring them out of Egypt? It's weird how God can use someone and the devil will corrupt how you see that someone to where the vessel that God has chosen to use now becomes a distraction and you believe in the vessel more than you believe in him. It's very easy because they were like, Moses brought us out. And here's why. They only knew God through Moses. They did not know God for themselves. Listen, I don't mind praying with you. I'll pray with anybody. You ask me to pray, I'm going to pray. But there's nothing special about me. There's nothing special about my prayer. Scripture says the same God that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. So the same God that hears my voice is hearing your voice. So do not waste the time of believing in me. I'm a flawed vessel. And if God can do me to get a prayer through, guess what? God can do a whole lot more through you. 
when we get to the point where we get so focused on people that we see God, this is why people struggle when a pastor fails. You cannot allow their failing to make you think that God failed. Man will fail you every time, but God will not. But here's the other part that you have to understand. Because the same way we trust in the help of people, some of us are distracted by the hurt of people. See, we let that focus get lost. And we start to lose hope in God because we met some nasty people. We start to let our relationship with God suffer because the devil has corrupted someone. If the enemy can get me distracted, because here's the thing. We are called to love everybody. We are called to care for everybody. But do not let your care for someone give them control over your life. We have to say, I can notice what you're going through, but my focus is God. And I cannot allow the pain. I'll deal with this more next week. That's why I got to run past this. But do not allow a temporary relationship to damage your eternity with him. See, scripture says, this is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope, and their confidence. See, there's a lot more I, I want to say, but I'm, I'm going I'm to stop. I'm going to stop because here's where we need to rest. We cannot afford to let what we see, what we want, or even what we have block us from who God is. This is where we have to be careful. Because we'll find ourselves almost comfortable in a state that we are drifting away from God and God is no longer known. And it's not that God can't be heard. You're just not close enough. See, God had the same opportunity for them. If you go back, God told them they could come up to the mountain. And they're like, no, nah, we're going to stay back here. Go, Moses, you go. Because you cannot get close to God and not change. You cannot get close to God and not be affected. So let me help you. If you want to be close to God, it may hurt a little bit, but it's going to help in the long run. And if the enemy can get us to a place of drifting, then our view of God and our interpretation will be lost. The scripture says that they began to worship these golden calves. They took a religious thing that they understood and they applied it to something else. You cannot apply godly principles to man-made ideas. It won't work. You can pray over it. You can try to put a religious bow on it till you blew in the face. But God's principles are sure and finite. And his principles are staying. Forget what you want from me. Start with just wanting me. And when you want me, I'll do exceedingly abundantly far above all you can ask or think. God, we love you. God, we trust you. God, we thank you. God, keep us near to your heart. God, grow us in love for you to where we don't just notice you, but God, help us to seek your face and to dive into who you would have us to be. It's in Christ's name I pray. Amen.